earlier this week, I sat down with Serena just to talk about creating her song, the concept. Her song is called This Holiday. Check it out. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode four and a half, a Christmas special. And I go one-on-one with recording artist Serena Grace, but also my fiance. So Serena, thank you for going one-on-one with me. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm remotely renewing. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> okay, so Serena, you drop you are dropping your first single here live with us. This is the premiere of yes. this holiday, and it's a festive song. So was that always the plan to launch with a festive song? It actually was not the plan. I got a call from my good friend, Stone Stafford. He's the owner of Icon Studios. And he kind of just prompted me, he kind of dared me to write a song or to remix a song. So I was like, okay, so when I get dared, I'm a little competitive. So, <laughs> so I, I took on the dare. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to write go ahead and write a song uh, and, and so it just kind of just came about so it wasn't it wasn't part of the plan but i'm glad that it became it became something yeah oh it became something <laughs> and i can't help but notice that the lyrics could apply to anyone being away from their loved ones this holiday but this holiday the song not this <laughs> holiday both of it feels like it could apply directly to the pandemic was it inspired any by the pandemic Absolutely. Yes, it was inspired by the pandemic. Um, I feel like everything now is a life or death decision. So you have to be real selective about your, about your choices and your decisions right now and who you who you see during, you know, even during the holidays, you know, you want to be around your family and sometimes at this during this time is that's not possible. But it became a little frustrating to me when um you know, when I when I realized that I couldn't really see my family or my loved ones that were so far away. And so I was like, I'm going to write about this. So I just kind of had fun with it and, and just wrote about, you know, kind of being a Grinch a little bit on this Christmas. But I, I love Christmas, my favorite holiday. But I'm a little sad in this song because I'm, I'm away from my loved ones. I love it. So <laughs> no, it's, it's a lot of people will feel this song. I remember you searching YouTube beats on YouTube. You had made a list of your top three and you was like, all right, choose one of the top three. How do you go from picking YouTube beats to, I think, I mean, having a bop, you got a Christmas bop. Well, thank you. Um, I mean, just, it's a, it's a long process just looking through YouTube songs and things like that, but it, I, you just have to look for something that speaks to you. And so um, I grew up in New York. I'm, uh, I grew up around hip hop. And so I didn't want something that sounded like, I mean, my favorite artist is Mariah Carey. So everybody probably thought that I was going to do something that sounded like Mariah Carey. <laughs> But um, I actually wanted to, you know, urban it up a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm from the city, so I wanted to add a little bit of, of, of urban sounds in there. So I found a beat that, that spoke to me. And you find a lot of great producers on YouTube that just put out this content and, and it's just available to us. And, you know, I just kind of took advantage of it. You took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And I want to give people a timeline because... I know a lot of people, the A&Rs, we'll get to that, you know, wanted, would want you to have a way longer rollout, but I want people to understand how this song became about. On November 25th, you booked a studio session at Icon, and it, this was on a whim. I remember you even- The day sa- before Thanksgiving. The day before, yeah. So I remember you even saying, look, I'm gonna just go in there and see what happens. You went in there, you laid down the course, and shouts to bless your engineer, he blessed the track. Do you remember that moment when you got out and we were listening to the chorus? Like, do you remember what you were thinking in that moment? Yeah, of course. I was thinking, 
like, oh my God, I created something. I, I didn't, I mean, I've written songs before, but I've always had somebody kind of with me in the studio. So this was, this was the first song that I recorded, that I, that I wrote and recorded by myself. And it was a little scary because um, I, I, like I said, I, I worked with, with people in the past and they've always kind of been there with me in the studio, kind of letting me know what sounds good, what, what might not go. And so it feels good to just kind of create something from scratch and then actually have it turn out to be something good. Something really good. <laughs> and I'm, I'm continuing with the timeline so that people can get an idea. On December 6th, we went back to Icon. Mm -hmm. You booked a four hour session because you wanted to get as much done as you could of the song. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you finished everything except two lines and some backgrounds. And I always want to ask artists this because I know for a fact that when Cardi B was in the studio, mixing up and mashing WAP, I know they know they had a hit. Like, mm -hmm. I know they knew it. Did you feel like that in the studio that like, all right, this one could really do something? I felt like, um, I don't know, I feel like every artist kind of feels like they have a hit when they write. <laughs> I'm sure. So I, I didn't, I don't necessarily like to think of myself like that. I, I, I'm very hard on myself. So I don't, I don't think that, that um, anything, you know, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say that I don't think that anything I do is good, but no, because that's not true. No, you're a perfectionist. I, I am a perfectionist. Yes. So, so I, I, everything that I do, I try to just judge myself as if I'm not myself as if let's say like even if somebody doesn't like me will they like this you know so so I, I try to judge it just from a different from a different point of view before you do your at-home concert again working <laughs> remotely I want to know just what is the feel like before people hear what do you want people to feel when they hear the song I want people I want people to feel good, even though I am talking about um, not seeing my loved one. For, I'm, even though I am talking about um, not being, you know, being far away from my loved one. Um, I, I want it to feel a little bit nostalgic, a little bit. I want it to feel like a, a, it's a, it's a feel good type of song. I, you know, it kind of, kind of has like a little throwback elements to it, like mm -hmm. 90s elements. So I, I wanted to give people a little bit of that, I guess that nostalgic feeling, you know, because so there's so many new things in 2020 that I wanted something to remind me of the past a little bit. Yeah. Like it's 2019. I think there's exactly. a, a lyric in your song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So baby, listen, I just want to say I'm super proud. I'm, I watched you have literally bring this song to life from a beat on YouTube that you bought to now throwing lyrics to one you leased it okay get me right because i don't know this <laughs> stuff get me together but whatever you leased the beat put lyrics to it created a melody gave it life like i've never seen that type of process i'm connected to the project as you guys can see this is my whole fiance and i'm sensitive keep in mind that she's an artist and i'm sensitive about her stuff okay <laughs> i'm just gonna say that but even without having bias, I even shot the song to one of my homies, uh, Eb, shouts to Baby G. Like, <laughs> shout out to Eb. Shouts right. to Eb. People that are music people have heard the song. They mess with it. I'm just going to say, <laughs> people like the song. I like you. I want you guys to like this show. Please like her song. But without further ado, I just wanted to give my baby a great intro. You guys are about to see the world premiere. <laughs> of Serena Grace's debut single, 
this holiday. Thank you for joining me on Remotely 101. The floor is yours. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. This this was amazing. Hi, this is Matt Rogers. And this is Bowen Yang. In a world that sometimes feels uncertain, where communities can be disconnected, there are beacons of hope in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network. They believe that the people living all around you are your best bet at creating meaningful social bonds and preparing you for the next big weather event. Whether it's lending a helping hand to a neighbor in need or standing together in times of natural disaster, Neighbor to Neighbor empowers you to grow your community. Visit caneighbors.com to learn how you can help build a more connected community. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.